0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you.
0: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something
2: we all love. In our Roman river, lavish lakes and streams. Pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I said one
0: well, Mississippi, there's a magnoid tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: From the Foundation studio on Bilexi's Bag Bay, welcome to Super Talk Outdoors where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime, the world class outdoors of the state of Mississippi because we are the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network. Or on Talk TV at SeaSpire TV. But if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube, or your favorite podcast, it's August the 29th, 2022. It's the Hurricane Katrina anniversary. 17 years. Wow, it's hard to hard to imagine. It's been 17 years. More about that in just a second. Uh, You know, the CB base uh, here in Gupport, which is formerly called the Naval Construction Battalion Center, plays a very significant role in military conflicts and humanitarian efforts all over the world. I was honored over the weekend to have the opportunity to take a CB. His name is uh, Logan Hamlin, fishing offshore. We had a great trip. Uh, He's from Kentucky and is stationed at the CB base, and he just returned from deployment overseas. Um, We had a really good day. We just went off. to, off of Horn and Ship Islands and fish behind some of the shrimp boats. We posted some of the pictures and it's really, really fascinating video at the Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page. What the video is is Logan fighting a shark, and we were literally surrounded by bottlenose dolphin while he was fighting that shark. It's a great video. It's already been viewed hundreds of times. Uh, if you want to take a look at it, go to the Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page. We're really, really lucky to have a strong military presence in Mississippi their commitment to the to the community is truly unparalleled what the cb base did what the cbs in particular did uh, to help us recover after hurricane katrina is is really unbelievable as i said it's the 17th anniversary of hurricane katrina i was president and publisher of the sun Herald when katrina hit south mississippi uh, my family and i stayed at our house on Balexi's back bay the house next door to where we live now the house where we actually live now uh, in this location was uh, destroyed by Hurricane Katrina. Uh, we had uh, five to ten foot waves hitting our house. It battered our house for, for hours. You know, we all know by now Katrina was, was a killer. Uh, to emerge from that experience, rebuilding our lives, in my case, the newspaper, and our community, it has a way of teaching you a lot of lessons about life. I actually wrote a book about it. It's, I didn't I did never publish it. I may, I may publish it at some point. But I want to share one of the lessons from that book with you now. And the name of the, the lesson is Smell the Roses, Count the Blessings. Count your blessings. Two days after Hurricane Katrina, I walked outside, the sun rising on a hot, humid September morning. I was exhausted. It had been four days of virtually no sleep. The fear, the experience of the storm, the devastation, the loss, and all the other emotions filled me with such a sense of how in the heck will we ever get through this confusion. I climbed on top of a pile of debris leaning against my house full of, debris, of trees, broken boats and piers. I sat there, my mind trying to take it all in. Where, where would we ever get the energy to get out of this mess? I buried my face in my hands and I cried like a baby. I slowly looked up. There was a ground squirrel or there was a squirrel on the ground. It looked up at me, seemingly confused, and then made its way to the base of a fallen tree. How did this furry animal make it? I thought to myself, what a miracle. And then I noticed the fur and hide on his back were gone. Nothing but raw, bloody, exposed muscle. It immediately occurred to me, it hadn't made it at all. The squirrel would surely die. That poor dying squirrel had sent me a message. It was then that I realized something really important. Count my blessings. My family was safe and I was safe. We would get through this together. And here is the Katrina lesson that rolled out of that. Smell the roses. Take time each day to get thanks to who you are, what you are, and what you have, especially those people closest to you, no matter what. When most everything is challenging you, there is always a rose to smell. Smell the darn thing. Keep things in perspective and be thankful. In our fast-paced lives, we often take too much for granted. Hurricane Katrina was the ultimate reminder not to do that. With no communication, no power, and too many around us losing all worldly possessions and too many their lives, we received a great reminder of what in life was important and a real reminder to always remember, to thank God for the blessings that we have. And I went on to often think about this. That and I, I called it the one million dollar question that everyone should contemplate. Why does it take a disaster to cause this sort of reflection for too many people? Yeah, that's a, that's an important question. And uh, you know, maybe one day I'll write my book. It's uh, it's it's full of a lot of lessons like that. You know, recently the state of Mississippi has been challenged by some extreme rain. Rain, excuse me. As uh, just as we speak, floods are happening uh, in Mississippi, and think of the people that are being challenged by that. Too many farmers are in the pro- we in the process of harvesting their crops when the rains came, and now too many soybeans are rotting, and so many others are challenged. So I pray that those affected by these extreme events are still able to find in themselves the ability to to count their blessings. Uh, now I'm pleased to uh, to introduce my guest today. Uh, Bill Kincaid. He's he served in the House of Representatives since he was elected in 2012. He's currently the chairman of the, uh, the, uh, of the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Committee. He's also on the uh, House Ways and Means, Energy, Agriculture, and Forestry Committees, and also my friend Billy Munger. We go a long way back. The current chairman of the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Commission. Welcome to Super Talk Outdoors, guys. How are y'all doing?
4: Good morning, Ricky. How are you? Good morning, Ricky. Great to see you. It's
3: good to see you, too. Hey, Bill, for the Facebook audience, move over to your left just a tad, if you don't mind. So, um, Bill, you know, as you heard me talk about the floods in Mississippi and my Katrina experience particularly, um, you know, our thoughts and prayers are to all those people in Mississippi that are being challenged right now. Any thoughts on that?
5: You know, we uh, we started this project many years ago. We we know the, the history of the Mississippi River and how uncontrollable it is. It has continually broke, broken my heart year after year. What we've done eighty uh, percent of the work and refused to finish it. Uh, it has displaced human life, cost economic millions of dollars, displaced wildlife, and yet we don't seem to ha- be on the same political page for whatever reason and ignore our human life and our environmental life. And yeah. so I really support uh, our federal efforts to get get here and let's get this job finished.
3: Yeah, there's 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 no doubt about that. Hey, you can't help but think about what's happening in the lower Delta. And, um, and particularly if I, I think about the Pearl River today and what, what people are going through, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with you for sure. Uh, hey, so
5: Bill, while I'm with you, man, what, what's the outdoors mean to you? well i'll tell you what i was through jackson this weekend and i did i was experienced that that 15 inches of rain in three days i, I was there i experienced it so i would you know when you live with Tennessee state line in your backyard and you have an opportunity to go to pascagoula and back all during that 15-inch rain you've really experienced mississippi <laughs> <laughs> or what it is. but i i can tell you that uh I've had had family in this state all my life. I've been here since I was five years old. Um, You know, our families are a a myriad of what this state represents. I mean, it's the good and the bad. Um, I've had some challenges here. Uh, I can luckily tell you that I met my bride here 44 years ago. and it's been the love of my life, and all good things have happened. I raised my children here, my grandchildren, and have taught myself to be an avid sportsman and gardener, and subsequently have taught them to be. Um, And uh, I'm very proud of that. Um, And to be the chairman of Wildlife, and Parks, and you said it a moment ago about Mississippi being the center of conservation in the state. It's ironic that Marshall County is the center for Wildlife legislation in the
4: state.
5: Yeah, okay, so
3: I'm proud to be part of that. It's, it really is exciting. Hey, Billy Munger, what does uh, what's the outdoors mean to you, my friend?
4: Well, Ricky, you know I had a love for it like you do. You know, going back, you know, when I was a kid, um, my father didn't really really hunt or do much outdoors, but he did like to fish. So we did come down the coast a lot and. Yeah, you know, we spent our vacations uh, in Biloxi. Um, we n- never went to Destin anywhere, so it was always Mississippi coast. And so we had friends that had boats, and and uh, I actually that was that was some of my first outdoor experiences, uh, so the back bay Biloxi, and just just what you were talking about. And then uh, and then you know just I guess when I was a kid, I had although my father didn't hunt or anything, I had had the outdoor dna so i go out in the backyard and do stuff and i i got to know uh the woods around ironically uh, i used to play in the woods where the department of wildlife fisheries and parks uh headquarters is now
3: hey Uh, hey billy Billy, (laughs) let's pick it up right there we're coming to the end of the segment but when we come back we'll continue our conversation with uh bill Kincaid and billy monger and we're going to talk about a number of issues but you know really we're going to spend a little bit more time talking about our love of the outdoors we'll see you after this break to this land called home
6: I'll breathe Mississippi till I'm
7: Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information,
0: visit HavardPest.com. This hour of middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life
1: back. Land is one of the most valuable assets you will acquire in your lifetime. Hey there, I'm Don Coleman, a land professional at Four Corner Properties in Gluckstadt. Making sure that right property fits your wants and needs is my job. As a proven leader in the land business at Four Corner Properties, I can help you do just that. Give me a call at 662-571-1386 or at the office 601-952-2828. Land for you is what I do.
0: With a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
3: Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have Bill Kincaid with us today. He's the chairman of the uh, Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Committee in the in the House of Representatives for Mississippi. And then Billy Munger, who's the chairman of the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Commission. When we went to break, Billy was sharing his uh, where he got his love of the outdoors from, and he mentioned he actually used to play in the woods where the the headquarters for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks are now. That's pretty ironic. Isn't it, Bill?
4: It is, that and, right? And actually, just uh, Bill. Bill Costner is actually the chairman of the commission now. It, it rotates like every five years, and I just as a July first, I did get uh, reappointed as commissioner by Tate Reeves. My five-year first five-year term would have been up, and so uh, um, I'm on it for another five years now. Uh, but yeah, Bill's Bill's actually the chairman. Uh, but anyway, so uh, yeah, so I guess you know serving with with this department, I hope is you know. Something to give back the outdoors because, as I said, I used to play in those woods right, right where the headquarters is now, and then, and then uh, also had uh, an uncle that would take me over to the Mississippi River by Kings Point Island, um, and and first uh, deer hunting over there. There weren't any really deer that I knew of anywhere else around our part of the world, and so, so that was uh, that was that was experience of going to kind of a camp. A lot of really uh, great outdoorsmen were part of that camp um, that were. Men who, who I really respect, who, who later came to be involved in, in the outdoors and, and taught me a lot. And so, um, and then I know you and I have talked about waterfowl in the past. I have a great passion for that. I didn't really do that growing up to have the opportunity, but started doing that um, years ago and then and, and really appreciated the, what the resources we have in Mississippi uh, for waterfowl I and mean, have really tried to, to do a lot to enhance that. Um, to as far as you know, things Mississippi, like creating better opportunities for the public to hunt, and then and that was way before I was on the commission, and then I got involved with the foundation, of course. That's that's part of this radio show, and that's that's been such a great thing to do. And then I, I was on the board of Delta Waterfowl, and and uh, then uh, just love love the outdoors, every part of it. I'm you know, a turkey hunter, a deer hunter, a duck hunter. Yeah, I love love fishing and um, and even gator hunt too. So,
5: <laughs> so you I, 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 I you this, you, working, working with this group of commissioners, is like it's like your hun buddies. it's yeah. like working with your hun buddies. Because they're all very engaged. A lot of fun.
3: Well, I mean, look. At the end of the day, it's a small world. You know, the outdoor, the the people who are passionate about the outdoors. It's uh, it's really a a, a brotherhood, isn't it? Isn't it, Bill? Right. It really is. Hey, you mentioned, Billy, you mentioned Kings Point. I've had the opportunity to spend some time there the last couple of years with our friend Chris Garris and uh, Bo Mandel. And, uh, oh, that's a special place, isn't it?
4: It is. <laughs> their, yeah, their place uh, is, is kind of right on the river. And uh, we're, we're I remember going across there as a kid and across that Yazoo ferry and And having to come across and you're kind of you weren't that far from Pittsburgh would you felt like you're in the middle of nowhere you know of course that you had you know barges and things coming up along the river but you know those bottomlands along the Mississippi River are so special it's just that its own ecosystem and and of course it has to you have to have endure floods but how the wild wildlife you know how it recovers and how it you know thrives and it, it it it's amazing. Um, so it's that it is a very special place, and I know Chris Chris's place is,
3: is. So Bill, when you when you take when you take in places like. The, the various the various amazing hunting in the bottomlands that, that are along the Mississippi River or come to the Mississippi Gulf Coast and able to do some great backwater fishing or offshore fishing, some of the best offshore fishing in the world out of out of coastal Mississippi, or to go up in your part of the state, you know, extreme northern Mississippi, and see what happens out there. I had the opportunity to shoot my first uh, uh, turkey up in Walnut. But you know, this you know that it, it for for anyone who's actually absorbed what Mississippi Mississippi has to offer. You can understand why I call this the capital of the outdoors in America, but
5: it's special, isn't it, my friend? You know, I'm going to go back to what you originally said in this, counter blessings. blessings. Yeah. Because the state has so much to offer. My farm is in, in uh, Walnut, and we have great turkey and, and deer, and obviously we're battling CWD, and and we're doing our very best to, to mitigate its, its impact in the state. When I get an opportunity to, for instance, this weekend, to go sweat and go find those doves and just see how bad a shot I am, (laughs) Um, you know, I look forward to it. And then bird hunting in central Mississippi, offshore fishing—you're right, this is this is um, the place to be. I I would want to be nowhere else.
3: And Bill, you're the chairman of the of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Park Commission, the, oh, excuse me, uh, Committee of the House of Representatives. As you th- as you experience all that you're able to learn about this state, I bet even as long as you've been around, as long as you've been in the legislature, as long as you've loved the outdoors, you're still, it seems to, I bet you just keep learning more and more that this state has so much more to offer.
5: It's amazing. Um, in my prior um Committee member of chairmanships, there was a lot to read. That it was a pain to read. It was like <laughs> postgraduate degree. This is entertaining. This is what I enjoyed doing. So <laughs> it's a pleasure. The more because my circle of influence is all based on outdoors. And it's not just the harvest, it's conservation, it's gardening, it's what grows, it's what's green, it's fisheries and how to improve. And to make the quality of our life better, and it's through conservation. So it is, it really is. Drives me these days.
3: Yeah, I I, I I see that clearly. It's about leaving a legacy for sure. Hey, listen, uh, you're in the branding business.
5: Tell me more Absolutely. about the, the work that you do. On brand, on everything. <laughs> yeah. T- tell us about your business. Okay. Well, for the last forty years, we've been uh, embroidery and screen print. Uh, champion promotions, and uh, it's been uh, really, really good to my family and I. And uh, I've read it 40 years now, and so it has actually allowed me, allowed me to elevate into the uh, legislature. And my family is still very involved, and uh, yeah, we still do a lot of business, a lot of corporate fulfillment, and um. And I look to continue doing that. So, you know, election season,
3: I'm your guy. Give me a call. <laughs> so, so Bill Kincaid, um, you're sitting somewhere special right now. One of the cool things about b- being able to do this show, the way that we're doing it using Skype, is you actually get to see our guests in in their place, you know, from where the, from where they enjoy life. Tell me about where you're sitting right now
5: well this is about a 700 square foot uh man cave a little personal room of mine but it's my office it's where i work so, you know i'm i'm working from home these days uh so so seldom am i actually at home i just don't go to the office in memphis anymore um and so it's in my trophy room i have several um animals elk white tail duck um i have uh, a nice surrounded back porch, elevated over about a 4-acre manicured backyard and a pond. And so it's a very serene area to work.
3: Yeah, it sounds, it sounds you know, it's interesting. Everyone has that place. That place they right. sit and look out over God's creation, and and, and we thank God.
5: And God, and look God out allowed me, it. me to have this yeah. 63 years into it. <laughs>
3: Wow, that's awesome. Uh, and for, even in spite of Katrina's scars, I still look out over Back Bay. every got single blessings. Awesome. And thank God that we have what we have, and I do count my blessings. Billy, where are you sitting right now?
4: Well, I'm sitting in an office. Uh, it's in Jackson. Um, I do have a sort of a, a place, kind of like Bill's got, at home uh, that I work. I do have a few turkeys in here, which I don't, you know, I can turn the camera around. You can sit <laughs> in my office here and some and some ducks on the walls here in our office. In fact, you walk in my office, you know, people say, "What is this? Some kind of turkey place or <laughs> deer place?" <laughs> so, so Billy, what
3: do you do? What, Jack? What do you do for a living when you're not when you're not hunting?
4: So, so I'm involved in the technology businesses. Really been involved in mostly the wireless communications business uh, through through my career since the mid mid 80s. We built. Wireless phone systems, operated them. Uh, we built all of Mississippi at one point in time or another. Uh, other states: Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, we parts, a lot of Louisiana, Arkansas, a bunch of other states. Uh, even even this stuff as far as Alaska and Washington State, Puerto Rico, U.S. Virgin Islands. So had a number of businesses, and uh, right now we. Uh, not every really operating wireless businesses. We have investments in wireless spectrum that we that we we uh, lease to other companies or work with them. We may end up, you know, building some of those. And then we have other um, other technology investments too. So so it's it's uh it's good. It's it doesn't take all my time. So I've been able to spend a lot of time working outdoors. Have a lot of land investments. I've uh, been involved with Chris Garris and others and some things. And and so we it's been it's been great being a bit steward of of land and of, of creation, uh, is, and so blessed to own property as, as well and, and help develop it.
3: So we're visiting with Billy Munger who's on the Commission for Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks and, uh, and had a long history of volunteering and uh, helping to build a better state understanding that conservation is really the key to leaving a legacy to our kids and bill kincaid who's the chairman of the department of wildlife fisheries and parks committee in the house of house of representatives from mississippi when we come back we'll continue our conversation among other things we'll talk about the upcoming velvet season the outdoor stewardship trust fund and whatever else might come up in our conversation we'll see you after this break
2: Mississippi.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with a 60% chance of rain, high near 91. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 75. Your Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, a 60% chance of rain, high near 89. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
0: This is Dave Logan with Canon Nissan of Jackson.
6: What's new, Dave?
0: New Nissans are arriving daily. We are now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats Canon deal. Nobody. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals
3: was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at
7: MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm JT Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. While it's still a dangerous situation along some parts of the Pearl River, Marty Pope of the National Weather Service shares some good news some of the rivers in central Mississippi, from uh, Log I-20 and just a little north of that to uh, Meridian, those areas most have actually dropped back down below flood. Uh, we still have a lot of flooding uh, on the upper parts of the Pearl River uh, area. Those people up in that area still ex- are still experiencing flooding right now, but the rivers are falling. The only, we have, the only place we have a, a rise still is down say, in the lower Big Black area. Towards uh, the Edwards area,
1: the very big black areas between Edwards and say Vicksburg, they're still rising there, and it's going to leave just below, uh, just below moderate flooding there.
7: The Pearl River crested just shy of 35 and a half feet earlier today, lower than originally estimated. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi Outdoors, and of course, we go the distance for you.
0: Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors from the Foundation Studio right here
3: in Balexi's Bag Bay. The Foundation for Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, not to be confused with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. That's why we shortened the name for this show to say the Foundation. Uh, they raised money to fill gaps for the Department, and they're involved in some other conservation efforts as well. More recently, uh, they have been sort of a force to be reckoned with in building coalitions on things like uh, supporting the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund that we're going to be talking about here in just a second. But I've got Bill Kincaid who's the chairman of the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks uh, committee for the House of Representatives, and also I've got Billy Munger, who actually is on the commission for wildlife fisheries and parks, and I really appreciate you guys spending some time with me today. Bill, when you coming over to you, one of the things that's awesome about doing this show, and I and I knew it was going to be special, but I don't think I realized how much I was going to be touched by it, is the opportunity I have to talk to so many people in this state who love the outdoors, especially People who work for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. I mean, every single person who is on this show. Not only are they well-educated and have a tremendous amount of passion for for what they do, but they love they love what they do, and they're doing such a great job. We are lucky that we have so many dedicated professionals inside that department, aren't we?
5: I'm going to say I would venture to say that everybody in the state is mildly interested in outdoors. Listens to this program on Monday afternoon. This is what this program does, Monday morning. Um, your program, Ricky, is really serving a lot of people. Man. It fills a lot of blanks for us. We talk about Turkey. We talk about different uh, opportunities in the state. And uh, i am become an avid listener myself. So, yeah, it, I get a lot of education from it. Um, the mere fact that I was asked to, to, to participate today was a blessing. Um, and I'm so proud to be on here with Mr. Munger. But uh, yeah, it is—it is based a bank of information for all of us. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, a program just de- dedicated to the outdoors is is timely and needed.
3: Well, we get the the opportunity to take people who work in the department and people who are doing extraordinarily amazing things, whether it's in the hunting or fishing community, or whether it's in the conservation community, and we can put a voice to them and show people what it takes. It takes, I often talk about on my show on the coast, called Coast View, I often talk about the thousand points of light. It does take a thousand points of light to make make a conservation effort in this state work. And uh, man, we're just so lucky. we have so many dedicated people, and I'm fortunate to have the opportunity to to introduce so many of them to to our audience. Billy, you know, same thing to you, man. We we, we are lucky to have a lot of dedicated professionals in this state, aren't we?
4: You're, you're, you're right. The staff at the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks is, is really incredible. I mean, they're, they're, we don't really um, support them enough or really people don't understand what all they do I mean we, we have people that their passion for the outdoors and for conservation and is is unbelievable and they they don't get paid enough I'll say that i mean we, we you know for what they do uh working on it yeah well a bit with, you know bill and the legislature has done some nice raises uh for the staff and law enforcement but but really you know they're they're so talented um I mean we have folks in, in fisheries they're just dedicated to. It. We've got people that uh, I know William kenley has been here uh, talking about deer and we've you had uh, Russ Wallace with, with the biologist and our Adam Butler our turkey biologist and um, it's, it's unbelievable and that you know good thing they're outdoorsmen too. A lot of them are pretty much hunters. They, they, they appreciate uh the fact that it's hunters that create conservation opportunities and they're supportive of them so it's not like some uh some of the federal wildlife agencies some others and sometimes you have biologists that don't appreciate the fact of that, that hunters really are some of the best stewards in the environment um and, and this agency is is uh they you know the dedicated staff there is it's unbelievable and they work hard too I mean, so we did, we need to do a better job of, of letting people know what they do in law enforcement. Um, I mean, they're they're ambassadors. I mean,
0: yeah,
4: I mean, I, I know they're probably all these exceptions, but for the most part, you know, everybody I've dealt with and seen, they 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 really are trying to be helpful. They're and talking about Katrina. I came down there after Katrina, did some relief work and saw the devastation. Well, they were down there, they were down there during the storm, they were in there right after doing recovery work and they're. They're doing rescues every week, and they're um, they're helping other law enforcement agencies, and 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 you know people don't realize all they do. I mean, so it's it's incredible.
3: It really is. Hey, Bill, so let, let's shift gears now. First of all, I want to thank you, uh, Bill Kincaid, for the leadership you provided in the House as uh, we took about two years to get it done. And I, you know what? You look back two years to get the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund done, it's not unreasonable because you had there's a lot of aligning that had to be done. You got two House, you know, you have this House and the Senate that had to get on the same page. You had to get leadership on, on the same page. Truth is, while all these other bills are happening, happening so a flurry of, like last year, I would say one of the most successful legislative sessions that we can remember. But the fact that that bill emanated a couple of years ago out of the House committee, and uh, we were able to get this thing, you, you passed it uh, overwhelmingly with bipartisan support out of the House, and um, two years later, here we are now with $10 million in the outdoors, Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund, and with the Speaker and the Lieutenant Governor committed to working to get $20 million in the subsequent years. It, it, it had to have been a proud moment for you bill when that thing passed
5: you know it was uh it was a struggle but nothing of any value comes without some some struggle and so we got it done in two years which i was pretty happy with now it's not a complete model of what we want to finish this legislation with it is a beginning of what we can do it's an opportunity to uh, show the citizens taxpayers mississippi what we can do, we can leverage our a little bit of their money with some federal money on some specific projects, uh, and really make a difference in the lives and the communities in our state. Yeah. Um, you know, as we look at our state parks and we've got those plans in place, and which, by the way, we're I'm very impressed with with our team and our plans uh, and what and what we've managed to accomplish in the last three years uh, through really positive planning and good budgeting and and some really good participation by our colleagues. But um, to go back to that, we have a coalition uh, and some colleagues, and certainly the speaker helped, um, our chairman helped, and this this Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund is a tremendous uh, tool. Now we're going to meet next week, Um, we're going to talk about some parameters and some projects Um, And we won't get into specific need at the moment of what specific projects, but only to say that I want to prove to the taxpayer, the one that actually places the money there, the benefit of this program this year going into next year so that we can find a consistent funding mechanism to sustain this. Yeah. This is at currently appropriation level, and we've got to find something a little bit more sustainable than a pure appropriation, but I'm certain we can do this. Um, I'm very confident in the coalition and the team of, uh, of volunteers or, and, and, and colleagues that I have working with to get this done. So, it's the single most proud moment I've had in legislation so far is to get this over, get this piece of rock pulled up that hill.
3: Well, you know what? You never arrive, you know this better than most, you never arrive at the perfect solution the first time. And I had Ed Penny from Ducks Unlimited and Alex Littlejohn from the Nature Conservancy on a couple of weeks ago. And what I said to them was when you think about the fact that there were a lot of disputed aspects, so we were able to get non governmental agencies involved, private land is now part of the deal. If, If the real, you know, and again, legislation never is perfect first. I mean, oftentimes you have to come back and do a little cleanup, a little addition. I think the most important thing, you mentioned dedicated funding source, certainly that's a refinement that needs to be made, but the best way to get that is to come out of the gate with a board of trustees that is second to none, selecting projects with great oversight that give that have a priority on federal money, and we're able to take that $10 million and turn it into 20 or $30 million and have projects that can be demonstration projects to make a very compelling case for action to go and tweak it so we don't have to come back every single exactly. year and do a project. Exactly. appropriation that that's something we don't want to have to do so, so billy you, you watched this so closely we're engaged as well uh, the coalition that was put together to support this effort was truly remarkable wasn't it,
4: it really is i'm so proud I'm so proud of uh, everyone that worked on it legislators you know like like bill and others that worked worked so hard you know, to do it but all the the coalition with all the non-governmental agencies you mentioned nature conservancy alex little john ducks unlimited uh, others that just saw the need for that in other states, like Georgia, as you know, I mean, they're leveraging like 40 million a year to 80, or something like that, to 80 million, as you know. And yeah, and Bill said this is a start. Um, there's, there's a lot of a lot of good federal, you know, support that we can leverage to really make a real impact. And I'm I'm excited about what this is going to be. You know, as as we're able to work it, and and folks like Bill are able to. Figure out which programs can really
3: benefit. What's going to be interesting as we come to the end of the segment, we'll pick it back up on the other side is that the farm bill is about to get reauthorized, probably going to be some new money in there. And then you've got other, as a result of most recent legislation, more more buckets of federal money that could create incredible matching funds. So if the state could get to 20 or 30 or 40 million dollars annually, think about it for a second, we could then have 100 million, maybe 120, 30 right. million dollars that could come back. To leave a legacy for our kids and our kids' kids. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Bill Kincaid and Billy Monger. We'll see you after this break. I
6: Mississippi this land home. I breathe Mississippi till I'm gay.
2: John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniper Jewelry Company.
7: In Mississippi, hunting isn't a sport, it's a religion. All my buddies grew up hunting and I don't miss a season today. Being a straight shooter, being safe. Honest and accurate in the field is the most important thing of all. It's exactly the same way when it comes to diamonds. You want a hunting buddy who can teach you all the secrets of the diamond business. So you really know diamond grading, the four C's, and how you get the most diamond for your hard-earned money. That's exactly what you get when you shop for your diamond at Jeniker Jewelry Company. As Mississippi's direct diamond importers, we're a target-rich environment. With ten times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. And Diamond for Diamond, the guaranteed best price in the state. And that's shooting you straight. Nine out of ten, Mississippi women agree. The more a man hunts, the more he needs junikers. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in
2: Madison, and Jewelry.
7: Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and
2: more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her
7: up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need it means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you we want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business find your next buick gmc or pre-owned vehicle at fillmorebuickgmc.com fillmore buick gmc you drive everything we do are you having sewer and drain problems
0: The first ever Good News Gospel Festival will take place on the lawn at Grammy Museum Mississippi on Saturday, September 3rd. The Good News Gospel Festival will celebrate the rich heritage of gospel music in the Mississippi Delta featuring performances by the Grammy-winning Mississippi Mass Choir and many more. To learn more about this free community event as well as other upcoming programs and Grammy Museum's current exhibit MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org.
2: How did Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impact rural broadband
6: internet?
5: In January of 2019, Governor Phil Bryant signed a law allowing our state's 25 electrical cooperatives to offer high-speed internet options. Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation lobbied in support of this bill to improve the quality of life for all
7: Mississippians. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org
0: yourself with everything you need to take on your day wake up with gallo tomorrow on 97.3 fm super talk mississippi we live in one of the best places in america to enjoy the outdoors so let's talk about it it's super talk outdoors with ricky matthews on super talk mississippi
1: it's cuts and walls and falls.
0: Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I mean, I wish we had two hours
3: today because Billy Munger... Uh, who is on the commission for wildlife fisheries and parks and been an avid volunteer in the outdoors and conservation community for years and bill Kincaid is the chairman of the department of wildlife fisheries and parks uh, committee for the house of representatives and super passionate the, the the outdoor stewardship trust fund emanated from this committee and again it took us a couple of years to get there but we, you know we're we're moving in the right direction and we're going we're working now to leave a legacy for our kids and our kids kids and to catch up with other states i mean what other states have done to leverage the federal money uh, have left mississippi in the dust and now we get a chance to kind of get out, get the dust out of our eyes and move forward uh, bill you've, you guys have been busy man i'm thinking about the the uh, we, the upcoming uh uh change in the deer season pretty pretty exciting uh, adjustment that's going to
5: be made there for the velvet season tell me more about that well you know this uh this idea came to us about this time last year uh several of my colleagues um approached me and said, they'd like to see this this happen. It's been done in 13 other states. Um, and at first, I'll be honest, I was kinda of hot and cold on the idea. But the more I researched it, the more of my colleagues I talked to, I realized that there was an opportunity there to extend this hunt and, and there was a, a, a need or a want to do this. And so um, my Senate colleague was, was critically important um, as well as my uh, commission chairman uh, and I listen and so yeah. and you know when you, when you put it out there on social media and you post and try to get public opinion the public will tell you yeah. so, yeah, I, perfect, so. you passed this bill and what it is is, uh, is an opportunity to, to harvest an antler, velvet antler uh, buck in a very limited period of time uh, pre-season so mm-hmm. Mississippi uh, Passed this this last year
3: and it became law in July. And Billy Monger, the the commission is something you guys believed in as well. You know, a lot of people have small tracts of land. They might see some early deer <clears throat> and then come hunting season, they don't see those deer anymore. And, I mean, and, you know, at the end of the day, when you compare the number of deer that will be harvested as a percentage of the total, it's really a small number. But it's an exciting development, though, isn't it?
4: Yeah, just a couple of things. We started working on this uh, about five years ago, really. I've been to Kentucky, uh, saw they were doing it. Uh, when I went turkey hunting up there, heard about this velvet antler season, started talking to legislators, Scott Bounds, Bill, uh, Neil Whaley, others. And like Bill, uh, Bill and others, they said, why does, Why would somebody want to go hunt, you know, when it's 95 degrees, you know? So well, we have a lot of passionate bow hunters in this state that do. And, and it's uh, it, what we're trying to do, as a commission, is to create more opportunity for people. It's a great, as you know, it's probably a two and a half billion dollar industry outdoors here in the state. So this creates no opportunity for people to come in. It's a, I think for out of state people, it's a fifty dollar tag, and also too, it's it's mandatory to do a CWD uh, sample uh, if you harvest a deer. Um, but it just creates a great new opportunity for people. So we're really excited about about that. And you're right, you know, early season. Uh, Bucks, you can sometimes pattern a lot better, so it gives an opportunity for folks to to really harvest a nice buck that they get to become very elusive, you know, as as hunting pressure increases and and the summer food sources go away. So it's a great opportunity, I think.
3: Well, the department's learned a lot. About a third of the deer are gonna be kind of resident deer. Another third's gonna maybe go mile two, three, four miles away. Some are gonna go 18, 20 miles yeah. away. It's, it's amazing what they've learned. And especially if you have land that's near farmland, you got, you probably will see a lot more deer during and before and during the harvest. But then after the harvest, they, they settled back into wherever their home range is gonna be. And so this is- Billy Munger's about. land. Go ahead, say it again, Bill. I'm running to Billy Munger's land. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they all go to Billy's Billy's place for sure. So, uh, as as you guys approach the legislative session, what other things are on your mind as far as uh, potential legislation that would help the outdoors community?
5: Well, uh, I don't look for a very aggressive year uh, this year. Obviously, we've looked at some some critical need. Um, last commission meeting, for instance, I heard from my, um, a boat captain, uh, a commercial uh, guide, that he's in favor of, of increasing some guide fees, or imp- imposing guide fee for commercial fishermen, which I think is well overdue. I Damn. think the opportunity is there to do it now with the Commission, but we need to look at a statute that actually imposes a meaningful restriction, not a restriction so much, but a parameter for what it would take to do to provide the opportunity to become a charter captain. Yes. I think you have a business license, liability insurance, and pay a substantial fee annually for the right to, to capitalize on Mississippi fisheries. Yeah. Put thousands of taxpayers' dollars and a lot of men went and women working these fisheries, and if someone is going to come in and make a living from those fisheries. It, they need to be. It needs to be substantial what they fee to have that opportunity. In my opinion. So I'm going to look closely at that.
3: Bill, let's do this. Uh, we're coming to the end of our time together, Billy Munger. Uh, Bill Kincaid. It has been a pleasure to visit with you. Uh, You guys have unique roles, one from the perspective of the commission, another from the perspective of the legislature. You both love the outdoors like so many others that I have on my show. We'll have you guys back again soon and just continue the conversation. There's, There's so much to talk about, unlimited amount of things to talk about, about America's capital, the outdoors, Mississippi. But anyway, thank you guys for joining me today.
4: Ricky, thanks for all you do. Great. Thank you. Thanks, fellas.
3: Appreciate it. You, you bet. You bet. Have a great day. And as I always in the show, stay safe. Just stay safe when you're in the outdoors. Have a great day. And we'll see you next Monday. See you
6: guys.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi media production.